Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Today is February 7th, 2022, and it is Monday at 11-11. And um, it is cloudy and wet outside here in Central Florida. And, uh, well, I'm going to start off my talk today about restless leg syndrome. I had the worst, not the worst, I had a very difficult night last night up to a certain point. And uh, I just want to talk about it a minute because, you know, restless legs is a very frustrating situation. And the people out there that listen to me that have it, that know about this, I'm sure you're you're understanding me. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Wanted to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time. Yeah. To Yay. boot it up. Um, and so I. Anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay. A doctor, um, which. I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? And if you don't have restless legs, it's important to know because people make fun of restless legs like it's some kind of a joke. And seriously, it is a very serious uh, problem. It has a stupid name, which makes it somewhat difficult to talk about or deal with. But also the medication, it can be treated with medication, but the medications, unfortunately, over time, for a certain percentage of people, I'm not going to say for everyone, but for a, a very large percentage of people, they over time cause the problem to become worse. And then getting off the medications <sighs> is another whole, like the first hundred podcasts that I did. Um, and so... Where I'm at with it now is I really, I'm really just trying to follow, you know, the restless legs wherever it goes and be sort of zen with it. And it, it, there are times when it just is so bad. And last night was one of those times I did not have a good time falling asleep. And the problem is not, I mean, like I was talking to my friend and she said, well, what's wrong with just laying around? You know, if you don't have anything to do, what's wrong with just, you know, laying around when you can? And that's fine, except for that I can't ever really be comfortable. And there's never really, there's never more than, I mean, there are times during the morning, like now, when I can sort of chill out and sort of be slow moving, but I can't really lay down or you know, sit for a period of time and be comfortable unless I'm heavily concentrating on something that's keeping my brain busy. And so I either have to be busy mentally, busy uh, stimulation-wise, like emotionally or whatever, or I have to be occupied physically or sometimes a combination of all three because the restless legs is basically related to a nerve condition and the, really the, the answer out of it is distraction and, uh, you know, a person cannot be fully distracted at the level needed for 24-7 and not eventually have, you know, some sort of tiredness and some sort of exhaustion. And then that just kind of starts the cycle over again. And so I, I don't, I don't want to talk like I know the answer. 
But I want to say that the answer for me has been to what I just said. It's just try to be, you know, try to preserve my energy during the times that I can relax or be still-ish so that during the times when I have restless legs, I don't get this frustrated, uh, you know, the restless legs is bad enough, but then to be frustrated by it or, or you know, um, a heightened level of annoyance, I don't want to even make it more than what I want to value it at, any sort of heightened annoyance, and it just really just it exacerbates everything. And so over the last few days, you know, it's been where I've been getting up earlier and earlier in the morning. And I kind of thought, well, maybe, you know, if something is changing, maybe I should see if the change is really something I should, maybe I'm, maybe now it's going to be different because restless legs does change. So I tried um, going a few days, getting up earlier. And it, it has not been working, really. I mean, it works in the morning to get up when I feel like getting up. Uh, but what doesn't work is late at night because the restless legs is very consistent late at night. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. And, you know, some nights worse than others and some nights it goes on longer than others. And I, there are variables you know, which I've talked about many, many times. Sugar is one of them. Food, what I eat. And that's affected by when I get up in the morning too. So today, last night, I'm, I'm in bed. I'm not having a good time. I'm uncomfortable. The clock is ticking away. It's getting later and later. Um, I'm trying very hard to not... See, that's even the wrong phrase. You don't want to try hard to not get upset because then you're trying hard. What I did was I, I allowed myself to, uh, to not be upset, I guess, is the best way to put it. And um, so that I could, you know, at least, you know, I get up, I go, okay, well, I'm up, okay, I'll walk around. I just try to not, I just try to not let it be, you know, I, just, I have to, there's nothing I can do about it. And so to be upset about it only, hurts me you know what I mean it does there's nothing I can do and so being upset doesn't add to the it does not help so last night I'm uncomfortable I'm kind of a little bit frustrated because I don't know what variable to change or if I can make the change that I need to make if I do need to make a change or what do I need to do if I eat it might have been eating too much sugar yeah I tried to go without sugar and I just can't do it so um or not sugar but sweets I just I can't two days in and I'm like I gotta have some I gotta give me fudge somewhere and um yeah so anyways last night I'm up I'm not comfortable I'm deciding well you know I don't have anything to do Monday until 6 p.m and it's good if I have energy at 6 p.m because that thing goes until nine and uh you know I do have sort of I do better when I'm Active at night. And so today I decided, as frustrating as it is, that the, the thing that works the best, and it's very hard to wrap 
my head around this, and I know it is for other people too. I know people that know and love me have a, a really difficult time understanding this. And it's very difficult for relationships and it's very difficult for planning, you know, things that happen during the day and things that close early at night <coughs> are problematic. But the truth be told, and I have given this a lot of effort, what works the best I, I just want to kick myself for even saying it again, is just conserve energy in the morning. It's 11.15. Right now, I should just now be waking up or getting up. I got up an hour ago. And I should just eat as little sugar as possible after like 12 noon and like do not allow myself to have sweets after breakfast, period, because it does not Sugar, I, I can't go without it at like 100%, but one sweet thing in the morning for breakfast and the rest of the day protein is going gonna, is gonna to level out. And then magnesium at night, staying up late, try to keep occupied between the hardest time of day for me is probably around between... 8 o'clock p.m. until 11 p.m. That's just a really difficult time because I don't know what to do with myself. I'm tired. I want to sit down. I almost want to take a nap. But as soon as I get horizontal and lay down flat, my legs want to twitch. And, you know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, you know, if I just kind of putz around my house and sort of clean things and then get ready for bed around 1 or 2, it works great. But that, that period of time between like 8 and like 11 p.m., you know, is just a difficult period. And when Stan's classes start again, it will be helpful. But, there, you know, try like Monday night I have a thing, so it's better. And um, so that's what I – that's, you know, the thing that's that will work. And it has worked consistently in the past. I just have to find the right – project and I just have to not allow myself to be depressed and um, you know just keep moving forward with it and so that's where I'm at with the restless things I really I don't like having to talk about it every single darn day but there are just it's I feel like a it helps me to put it out into the world like exactly what it is because I was harmed by I had restless legs okay I had it. I don't know whether I got, I don't know what caused it. I don't know whether it came from, whether I was predestined to it or whether it was because, you know, of other problems I had. But it came around when I was in my late 20s. And I started hearing about, at that time, there was no, not a lot of treatment. And I got, went to a doctor. I got help. The medicine, they did not have a lot of information about long term information. And I, I didn't even think about it then. I just wanted help at the time so badly that I would have taken anything. And, um, you know, I had my other problems. I was a young boy then. And over time, you know, without treating diet, without treating uh, other issues, just taking the medicine for the restless legs, it was really a superficial type of a treatment that, you know, um, 
later in life, as it started to not work as well, I started to try different things. And then I figured out later, very late, that the medicines were making it worse and they were adding to other problems and other problems. And then I got off the medicines and now here I am. And um, I'm Dave Fremlin and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. It's difficult. It's not easy. But I'm very injured from the treatment. At first, I have the restless legs. And then I'm injured from the treatment from the restless legs because through either my own or malpractice, I don't want to say whose fault, no fault. Okay, we will not assign fault. I was injured by the, or maybe just the luck of the draw, but I, whatever, I was injured by the treatments. Um, and I, from, from my point of view, I don't recommend, you know, I know other people with restless legs and they just absolutely insist on taking medicine. And I understand that. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, you would have told me to stop taking the, the medicine. I would have never dreamed of it. Uh, but where I stand now is I do not recommend, uh, taking restless legs or any other medicine more than aspirin or vitamins um i recommend handling it as best you can in a natural way as early as you can and just learn to make it a part of your life i know it sounds impossible if you're out there suffering i i know exactly what you're thinking because i've been there i'm there all the time (laughs) i live there i live in the moment of do i need to start taking medicine for this again Am I going to go mad? Um, I can't stand this discomfort. I mean, it's not even a discomfort that can be described. You know, it just cannot be described. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that there are many components to treating it. For me, and I'm going to reiterate one last time and move on to another topic. And this is only because if you're out there and you suffer from restless legs and you are like, especially if you're on the medicines, when I was on the medicines, let me tell you just sidetrack here. When I was on the medicines, I was so addicted to them. And I don't mean addicted like, you know, somebody thinks of like a heroin addict. I I would not have, if you would have told me, no, you can do this without the medicines. I was so afraid of the discomfort because the discomfort is very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. It's disturbing. It, you know, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's hard to talk about. It's all those things. It's got a stigma attached to it. And nobody really knows what to do about it anyway, so why bother? But it does, it, 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 it interferes with friendships. It interferes with activities. I mean, I can't go to watch a movie with my friends. You know, I can't. Um, anyway, oddly, I can sit through live performances if I get a good seat, but anyways, um, and you know, you just, I can't go on an airplane. God forbid, uh, buses are hard. Certain times a day are worse than others. You know, if I wanted to do something where I'm driving, okay, the best time of day is morning between morning and say four in the afternoon. Unfortunately, the best time for me to be sleeping is until 11 a.m. 
and uh, it's just all, it's just very difficult. It's a combination of difficult things, and you know, I I I putting I'm putting this out there because when I was on the medicines, I would have never. The only way that I got off the medicines was because I, it came to my attention how dangerous they were. And I started to think about, well, what happened was my insurance company didn't want to pay for it. There was some mistake with my insurance. I don't know what it was. I got very upset. And when I called to find out if I could pay for the medicines myself, I found out that it was cost prohibitive on every level. And I also found out that it was something that you can't just willy-nilly get off of. You have to go through. A, in fact, I should have been, technically, I should have been hospitalized for about a month and a half. You know, and slowly detoxed onto other medicines, which I did myself, but I was not supervised. <coughs> there were people that knew I was doing it. So, But anyways, it's dangerous. And I got mad that my doctor would prescribe me such a dangerous thing. And so I decided I was going to get off of it. I did a lot of research. I found out what other people did. I found out what the problems might be. I have some of those problems. I did the best I could. And now the really only solution is, is there, well, there's, there's me getting okay with it and learning to accept it. And then there's God, you know, when I'm at my end of my rope, which I, I live on a very edge. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable a lot. And I, I try to distract myself from it. I try to not let it ruin my life. But I have screws in my foot and restless leg syndrome. It is not a good combination. So enough. I don't want to really. God, that would sound like I went on for on and on about the same thing. But I. um I can't reiterate enough. I mean, if you are listening to my podcast and you have restless legs or if you know somebody who does or even if you don't and you're a person who who just wants to have empathy for other people, restless leg syndrome is is very difficult. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast iHeartRadio. If you like listening to the Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. And if you have a friend or you have it, you know what I mean. If you have a friend, you know, for the people that know what I mean that have it, you already know. But if you are somebody who your friend says, you got to have restless leg syndrome, I can't go to the movie with you. And you feel like you're being rejected or you feel like your friend is kind of coming up with a lot, a lot of excuses for things, you know, um, and you, you're feeling like something is wrong and you're feeling like you're not understanding that your friend is very uncomfortable and they probably don't have a good way to explain it and it's probably kind of embarrassing and so, I mean, it took me years to tell anyone I had restless leg syndrome. Years. I told the doctor. I took medicine. But then the medicine made me very grumpy. And it made me very sick to my stomach a lot. And, you know, it had a lot of, 
I didn't really at the time really think about the side effects that much, but it also it made it what made me very moody, and um, it, it affects dopamine, and over time, and I didn't I started having side effects in the beginning. Now that I think about it, but I don't recommend it, and I I, I can tell you where it will end. Uh, I know a lot of old ladies that are on methadone that are treating restless legs. If you go the medicine route, you will end up there. If you do the non-medicine route, in my opinion, for me, I am very uncomfortable, but I am less uncomfortable than I would be if I was forever going to a doctor for a prescription for methadone and I was chained like a slave to, um, to that existence. You know, yeah, I've, I'm uncomfortable. I have to make plans, arrangements, whatever, but I can go and stay in a hotel. I can travel. I can drive. I can do all these things. If I was on narcotics, I could not. And so um, it's uncomfortable, but whoever said that life was comfortable? I mean, you know, when you think about it, and this will be another podcast for later, when you think about it, planet Earth, <laughs> it's made of rocks mostly. And, you know, I, um, I hate to always compare humans to animals, but we are part of a group of animals, mammals, called primates. And if you look at how primates live out in the jungle, uh, I think comfort is very a relative thing. <laughs> That's my opinion on it. Anyways, I'm going to end it here. I, um, I really wanted to talk about other things. I might come back later and do another podcast about it later. But the restless legs needed to be dealt with, I guess. And so that's the podcast for today. I hope you have a good day. Great day. I hope you have a great day. And talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.